Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. So, tell me about yourself. Like what? You want a list? No, just the basics. There is nothing basic about me. Go on, then. Okay. Well, I'm into computers, music, video games. Oh, shoot. Maybe I am basic. We're in the courtyard of Luther's compound. That's okay. Start again. A section developed back when this was public housing. Much to my delight... There's a full-size tennis court. I like books. Pops has a library. He makes me do book reports once a week. James Baldwin, Marlon James. My favorite is Octavia Butler. Don't know her. She's a sci-fi writer. So, you're homeschooled? Well, I never leave home. So, yeah. You never leave. Pop says it's too dangerous. Oh, and... Come here a minute. Bob, keep your back to the house. Look out. Look at the trees. There are cameras. Really? I can't see. Don't turn. Trust me, there are cameras. They can lip read. This is not what you think. What do you mean? Hey, Jolene, ready for your doctor's appointment? Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. Okay, we'll practice some more later. Sure, unless I'm out on a date. I heard that. (laughs) Come on, kid. What, Pops? Stop delaying. If I'm out, you need to be inside, locked down. Those are the rules. (sighs) You know it's for your own safety. In you go. Good girl. You ever been in the Cadillac? Not that I recall. Uh, consider this a treat. They don't make cars like this anymore. So where's this hospital? Tacoma. It's safer there. But just a heads up. It's not fancy. It's a little makeshift. But the doctor's legit. She's a clearhead like us. She did some work for me back in the day. What did you do before all this? I was in the army. I told you. How did you avoid it, Luther? What? Getting chipped. Well, when it started, it was voluntary. People had to pay for the chip. Most people wanted it. Who wouldn't want perfect health? That's what they told us. But soon... The chip became mandatory. At first it was the insurance companies, driving licenses. You couldn't do anything if you weren't chipped. It happened so fast. So how did you avoid it? Money can buy anything, Jolie. And I have money. Lots of it. How did you... Uh, You know, buying, selling, the... Ah! Oh, shit! Shit! 
see that. He came out of nowhere. God damn. Look what this asshole did to my car. Your car? It's a Cadillac. So, hello, are you okay? Dad taught me to throw. Mom told me study. Couldn't throw. Could study. Went to college. Found a girl. Lost the girl. Got chipped. He's lying in the middle of the road. A large, unkempt man in torn rags. Unlike the other folks I've seen in Seattle, he looks homeless or lost. Ah, he's a tinny. A what? Tinhead. His chip malfunction. It happens. Poor guy. What's your name, friend? Hugo. Okay, Hugo. Grab his legs. What? We'll shift him on to the sidewalk. The mods will clear him up. This man needs a hospital. We Jolene, need... Jolene, you have no idea how dangerous this is. We need to... Hello there, good citizen. Another fine day in Seattle. <laughs> yes, indeed, officer. Beautiful. Looks like you have a bit of a situation here. <laughs> yes, officer. On this fine day, this this unlucky fellow, as you can see... That's a fine vehicle, my friend. Looks like you need that dent worked out. Yeah. Well, let's have a look at you, friend. I think he's badly hurt. My best friend is one. Oh, no. He's a tinhead. That explains everything. Well, don't you worry, miss. We'll take care of him. And I hope this doesn't take the smile out of your day. Hello, Control. It's a beautiful day in Seattle. Get in the car. But... I said get in. We have a tinhead here on Hill Street. Thank you for your service, officer. Oh, hold on there, friend. Apparently this tinhead wandered off from the Bill Gates Rest Center. Hmm. hmm. Well, uh, I hope he finds his way home again. No, no, friend. You'll have to make a statement at the center, for the records. Just a formality in our fine city. Hmm. If you'll follow me in the car, friend. Of course, officer. Shit. Do you have to do what he says? Of course we do. Let's get it over with. What a beautiful place you have here, friend. While Lou fulfills and forms, I have a look around. It looks like an old school that's been converted. There are kids playing in the yard. Only they're not kids. This place is like an asylum. Met a man. And then I see her. Came for a friend to Seattle. Is he? She's wearing a diaper and tattered clothes. Walking in a circle around a small fire. Izzy, it's me! Jolene! Joe? Yes, it's me, Joe, your best friend. What are you doing here? Came to Seattle for you. That's right, Izzy. You did, you came here for me. Why did you stay? I stayed for you. You stayed here for me? I wanted to be close to you, Joe. Stayed here to be close to you. I stayed. I liked being close to you. Stayed here to be close to you. I love horses, always have. I know it is, I know. Dad had a farm, had horses. 
Dad had a farm. They're all doing the same thing. Had horses. Repeating their biographies. Dad had a farm. Little facts had about horses. themselves. Gotta go. We'll be late for the doctor. But I know her. Now, Jolene. Don't draw attention to yourself. Izzy, I'll come back for you, I swear. I'll come back for you and I'll get you out of here. I love horses, always have. I know who you are. I know you, Izzy. Jolene, people are watching. We can't draw attention. Hands! I have useful hands. Come on, Jolene. Used to feed birds. Hands to feed birds. Chirp, 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 chirp. Thirty minutes later, I'm lying on my back, getting an MRI of my brain. It's a private makeshift hospital run by an eccentric Cuban woman, Esmeralda. Okay, Jolene, you can sit up now. After seeing Izzy, my mind is in a whirl, but things are about to get even stranger. I have good news and bad news. Which do you want first? The good. I need something good. Your tumor has shrunk. Hmm? Uh, how much? 80%. <sighs> it's likely that your doctor used a form of neuronavigation during your time in cryostasis. The treatment worked. Perhaps that's why you were being transferred. To wake you up? Are you saying I... Yes. You're gonna live. We'll still need to treat you, but God willing, you have a long life ahead of you. So, what's the bad news? Tiene que vivir en este mundo. You gotta live in this world. I'll still need treatment, but... Whatever it takes, I'll pay for the treatments. You do that for me. We're family now, Jolene. Come on, let's celebrate. Two days later, we're playing tennis again. And Kit is really off her game. Shit. What is it, Kit? Something's upsetting you, I know that. This is the first time you've come out of your room in two days. What's wrong? Not here, not now. I told you, they're watching. Who? Pops isn't who you think he is. You know, I think you're being unfair to him. He really cares about you. You don't know anything, Jolene. Are you ready, Jolene? Sure. Kid, inside. Now. Do you worry about Kit? All the time. I mean, locked in the house. Never gay now. It can't be good for her. It's too risky letting her outside. Why? You take me outside. If we see any steelheads, we just smile and say, I never find day in Seattle. Kit is a child. They make mistakes. You don't trust her. Of course I don't trust her. She got out once, tried to find her mother. She got caught by the mods. She was that close to getting chipped. People got hurt. 
I had to hurt people to rescue her. She's the most valuable thing I've got. What exactly happened to Kid's mom? I already told you. You just didn't listen. So, how are you feeling, Jolene? Good. Overall, good. I still have those headaches. Ah, I'll fix that. Give you something to soothe your head. But first, I need to take some blood. Again? Don't worry. The last results were good. Very positive. So why do you need more? Well, you know, <laughs> doctors. <sighs> While she sticks a needle in my arm, I scan the wall. Behind her desk is her medical diploma. It's in Spanish. Esmeralda Lombard, Saint Leo de... There you go. I'll see you in two days' time for... Oh, my MRI scan. What about it? I never got a copy. Oh. Well, I have it on file. But I've got some supplements, some pills to help build up your core strength, which I'll have ready for you next time. We can be really happy with your progress. Yeah, but I'd still love to see the MRI. Can I have a copy, please? Of course. Let me bring one out. You need to stop worrying, Jolene. Let the professionals do their job. Now, wait here. Yeah, sure. I sit there waiting, going over the last few days in my head. Something's troubling me. It all seems too easy. I had a coach once, when I was young, kid's age. I'd won Wimbledon Junior and thought I was the greatest player in the world and that everything would now just land at my feet. It was all so easy. And my coach said, it's never easy. She was right, because for the next two years, I never won a major championship again. Sitting here, I have the same feeling. It's all too easy. I follow Esmeralda down the hall. She slips into another office. She leaves the door slightly ajar. There she is. She's standing in front of a large printer, but nothing's happening. She doesn't push any buttons. She just stands there, like she's just killing time. Then, quietly, she takes her phone out and makes a call. the washroom. Sure. It's just down the hallway. On the right. Great, thanks. Listen, uh, the printer is acting up again. But I'll have that MRI ready next time I see you. How's that? 
Yeah. Okay. That night, I can't sleep. It's not the bed. I have a lot on my mind. I'm starting to think... Hey. You awake? You want to see something cool? Like, the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Would anyone say no to that? Kit pulls out an old manuscript. On the cover it says, Plan D. A novel by... Octavia Butler. The writer I told you about? She lived just outside Seattle. Before she died, she left her archives to the library. I was able to get this. It's an unfinished novel. That is cool. What's it about? Mind control. Really? Yeah. Uh, you see, there's this evil scientist, and he's trying to take over the world. Science fiction. In a genre often associated with white men, Octavia Butler was a black woman writing sci-fi in the 1970s. Mind control. And so, the rebels need to create a virus that will destroy the part of the brain that's vulnerable to mind control without killing everyone. Wow. How does it end? It depends. <laughs> it depends on what? Us. What? Come on. I want to show you something. <sighs> Kit takes me back to her room, opens the closet, and steps inside. The closet? Are we trying on new outfits? Come on. Not even Pops knows about this. Knows about what? She opens a secret door. Whoa. It's a cellar. Left over from the factory days. They used to ferment barley and hops in here. I did a little makeover. There are desks. A couple of computers that look... Yeah, I scavenged stuff, and I built them myself. These computers are my window to the world. The real world. The free world. I talk to members of the resistance in here. The terrorists, you mean? They're not terrorists. They blew up the cafe. They're freedom fighters. Clear heads like us. <sighs> Don't worry. He's drunk. Maybe he fell off the couch. Why is he keeping me here? It's complicated. Really? I thought that it was simple. I thought this was all about finding a companion for you. Do you really think he would go all the way to Alaska and travel the world for me? I'm not even related to him. You're not? He was my mom's boyfriend. Jolene, you're not here to be my companion. You're here because... You're pure. And that makes you valuable. What? Let me show you something. Why do you think Luther wants the world to continue just the way it is? I don't know. Because before this happened, before the chips and the hack, he was about to go to jail. Prison. For a very long time. The FBI have busted wide open an international trade in human organs for transplant. It was a high-profile case. 
You'd have known all about it. But I guess you were asleep by then. Retired Army Colonel Luther Mitchell was named by prosecutors today as one of the masterminds behind a black market trade in organs that stretched across the world. Because of the hack, and everyone turning into happy zombies, Pop slipped through the cracks of the system. He just walked away, and his business continued. At the beginning, they were buying organs. In the end, they were stealing them from unsuspecting victims. Do you see? That's what makes you so valuable. You come from before. Before everything changed. People like you are of infinite value to whoever's behind the hack. They're doing research. They're prepared to pay huge amounts of money for what they call pure heads. And Pops is one of the world's leading suppliers. He's got connections and networks all over the world. I'll prove it. Let me ask you a question. Was your boat spotted by pirates when you sailed into Seattle? Yes. Did they leave you alone? How did you know? Luther, he's got them all on his payroll. So, the doctor? The MRI scan, the blood tests, the pills. That was all to harvest your stats and help Luther negotiate the best price from the highest bidder. Shit. So what now? We need to get you out of here. We can't stay. If you can get out of here, why didn't you go before? Because I've been finding this out little by little over the past year. It's difficult. This is the only secure room in the whole castle and... (gasps) Depends on your definition of secure. Kit, you've disappointed me. After all I've done for you, did you honestly think you could build a little sanctuary right under my nose? And I wouldn't smell it? Run! Kit grabs my hand, pulls me towards what looks like a blank wall. But it's not. It's a blanket. This way! We bear off to one side, down some stone steps, and emerge into a circular room with shelves all around. a shovel on the ground. Luther comes towards us. I pick it up like a tennis racket. I've been hitting tennis balls since I was four years old. If there's one thing I've got, it's a strong right hand. I lift the shovel and... Is he... Still breathing. What are you doing? His keys. We need to get out of here. Well, what now? We need somewhere to go. Yeah. Huh? You got any ideas? I've spent my whole life in sunny Seattle. Then tell me how to get to the Bill Gates rest home. Where? place where they put the tin heads. We can get my friend Izzy. Are you crazy? That will get us caught for sure. We need to get away from here. 
first. We need to change the world, and then we can come back and get your friend. So, what's your plan then, Kit? How do we change the world? Plan D. What's plan D? Montana. I've researched it. It's where the resistance are based. So, we're driving to Montana? It's only like nine hours away. This is crazy. We're not going to Montana. I need a doctor, a real doctor. What is it? There's someone following us. Are you sure? I'll slow down and see if... Shit, they're flashing the light to us. Mott, you better pull over. Okay, remember, smile, be sunny. We're just returning from a comedy club. That's our story. A comedy club? They have those in this world. Are you kidding? It's the best time to be a comedian. You can stand up there and talk about the weather and the crowd will love it. Open your window and remember. Smile, I know. It's a beautiful evening in Seattle, officer. How can we assist you in the service of our fine city? It's not that fine. Remy? It's you! I thought... I was dead? <laughs> no, Jolene. I'm an escape artist. Like you. Uh, what happened to Luther? Forehand smash. With a spade. Did you kill him? No. He was breathing when we left. Uh, then he's gonna be angry. He's probably got a tracker on the car. You better come with me. Don't worry. I know this man. We can trust him. Have either of you got phones? No. Are you sure? If you have, leave them behind in the car. We don't have phones. We stay off the grid. We get it. Good. So, where are we headed? Montana. Montana? Why? Plan D. What the hell is Plan D? I think I found out who's behind the hack. In Steelheads Episode 4, Breakpoint... Jolene was played by Jessica Barden, Kit, Sinera Jackson, Luther, Bruce Lester Johnson, Remy, Khalid Laith, Hugo, Christopher Ragland, The Maud, Andrew Byron, Izzy, Lizzie Stables, and Esmeralda by Annabelle Dowler. Sound design was by Steve Bond and Adam Woodhams, with original music by Pascal Wise. Steelheads is created and written by Brett Nietzsche and John Scott Dryden, produced by Emma Hearn, and directed and executive produced by John Scott Dryden. It's a Goldhawk production for BBC Radio 4 and BBC Sounds. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.